cum. <laughs> so, so it's it's a terminology. It's a Gargling, phrase to explain like jizz, <laughs> rat. <laughs> I hope face was just cuddles. Yeah, I cuddled a lot of men at one time. But it's a mentality. Like I was a fuckboy, and I'm willing to admit it. Have you fucked your whole past? <laughs> is the question she's trying to. Where do men draw the line? Like I've got the breakfast at twelve o'clock. But sometimes I put like an emoji next to it to kind of hint at what kind of sex oh it was. Oh my god, you're <laughs> okay, but seriously? Hello and welcome to Okay But Seriously. My name is Stephanie, I'm here with Emily and this is potty number seven. Seven already? Has seven been- already. Seven. Now in I ten wa- weeks, we need to clarify. In, te- in ten weeks, <laughs> not seven weeks, ten weeks, but yes, this is... Potty number seven. I do want to say seven episodes deep, but I know that that offends you. It didn't offend me. It was just an interesting choice of words. Um, and we were in polite company when you said that. So we, we're not going to talk about There's it. There's nothing polite about the company we keep. Also, <laughs> seven episodes is definitely a better better amount of episodes to be deep. It, is four, that, four is probably not enough. If, are we talking length or... Depth I think that's enough more. on that. Um, moving, <laughs> moving on, moving on. But we are not alone today. We are not alone. We will be having a guest, but we're going to tell him to shut up for a little bit because mm-hmm. I have a story for you and I'm very mad about it and I would like to get passionate about it. Please let me talk. Okay, I'm go. I'm letting so, you talk. Do you know this, like the age old thing that like when you finally start getting over a guy, it's like he knows and he's like ears prong up and he's like, I'm going to slide into your DMs again because fun times and you finally gotten over me. That happened. Oh, yes. Yes. So, so, but when did it happen? About two hours ago. Two hours ago. Yes. Wow. So it's fresh. Very. Yeah. Should can I you, pour, are we pouring salt in the wound? Can you tell that I'm very mad about it? <laughs> With the smile on your face, I can tell you're very <laughs> passive aggressive about it. I'm very passive aggressive about mm-hmm. it. So this guy was like the one that got away for lack of a better word. Like I genuinely liked the guy who disappeared off the face of the earth and all that kind of stuff. And then I finally like... And moving on and I'm happy and all that kind of stuff. And there's a new guy in the picture and whatever. And then ding, ding, ding. There he goes. Wonderful. Straight into the DMs. Yep. So now my brain's fucked and I'm mad <laughs> and I'm very mad about it. Okay. Interesting. Um, And what, what are we going to call this lovely gentleman in this story <laughs> that we want to talk about? We need an alias. Um, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Casper, is that because he ghosted you? Maybe. Is that, yep, yep. Maybe, maybe that's why we refer to him as Casper. I don't, don't refer to him as Casper. I don't know. We refer to, I have lots of nicknames for lots of men and yes, this is Casper. But Casper's back, so I guess stand by and I can, I'm just going to yell at him, I think. That's all from me. Have you got any, any updates? Anything you want to get out in the open? No, I've got nothing going on lately. Boring. I am boring. Weird. You know, what? Um, as my favourite saying at work at the moment is I'm worse than yesterday, better than tomorrow. That's the second time you've brought that up on this podcast. So Isn't that I'm, amazing? I'm just waiting for you to go down into like the dark depths of the world and you're never going to be happy ever again. No, and that's where I turn into Gollum. You know, like dark depths and like the rocking back and forth in the oh, corner. Oh, I've never seen Lord of the Rings, if that's where we're going with that. I don't know. I watched it for the first time the other day. A wizard arrives precisely when he is meant to. You also said that to me the other day about something. Because I watched it the other day. I'm hip and I'm young and I'm 15 years too late, but I'm here now. <laughs> Hot takes. Steph watched Lord of the Rings. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that's what I've been doing lately. I watched Lord of the Rings. Um, the glorious, like, four or five-hour movies, definitely a waste of my Isn't time. Is there, like, 15 of them as well? Excuse me? Isn't there, like, a million movies? No. Are you thinking of Star Wars? No, but I've seen Star Wars. There's three Lord of the Rings. 
Maybe this is why I've never watched Lord of the Rings. I have a thing with cult films. I'm not watching things that there's like cults behind. You ever seen Twilight? When it first came You're out. You're a fucking hypocrite. Which is, no, but this is my point. So when it first came out, so therefore it's not a cult thing. I haven't like, I would never got obsessed with Twilight. I just, when it came out, I watched it. But like, you might throw, can someone secure lo- loose objects for a second? I've never seen The Lion King on purpose. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, our guest just took his headphones off and he is Can't listen to this bullshit leaving. anymore. <laughs> um, no, I was a twihard way back in the day. I was Team Edward all the way. Really? Uh-huh. Cold, dark, demented. You know what it is? Actually, this, life this out of makes me. all a whole lot of sense with your little Hannibal fetish and stuff. Like, Edward makes sense. But Hannibal you, isn't a fetish. I can't help looked, what I dream about. Have you okay? looked at Jacob? Yes. So I don't get it. Because I'd rather be undead and immortal and take I thought the we life discussed from other that you people. watch movies for the plot. <laughs> <laughs> I broke it. For anyone out there that doesn't know, um what the man looks like is the plot. And yeah. I do indeed watch movies for the plot. The, but I was only twelve then so I didn't understand the plot. Yeah. The male lead is referred to as the plot mm-hmm. in any movie. Yeah. So I'm also watching Good Girls at the moment and if anyone knows what I'm talking about, I'm watching plot. it for the plot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We were both sitting on the couch curled up watching Good Girls for, for the, the plot. plot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tattoos and all. <laughs> we have a wonderful guest today. We do. Speaking of tattoos, actually, you have one. So let's go, I don't know. No, but we're going to bring that up later. First, oh, he's going to tell us a bit about himself. Lame. All right. Have Jackson. Me. Hello, Jackson. How you doing? Good afternoon, girls. Oh, listen to that wonderful male voice. I'm so sick of hearing ours. The little dulcet tones going on in the background. Mm-hmm. Then. Deep, humble. Yeah, bit of balance isn't bad. Um, <laughs> deep, really? You went deep again? Seven episodes, baby. Gang, gang. All right. Anyway, Jackson, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? What's the pastime? How deep do you go? (laughs) (laughs) About seven episodes. Um, (laughs) So I'm new to the coast. I recently moved here from Melbourne, escaped Mm -hmm. COVID just in the nick of time. Mm -hmm. Melbourne, get away from me. Yes. Yeah. Like born and raised Melbourne? Born and raised country Victoria. Yes. Private school boy, so I'm very, very bougie. Ooh. Yeah. He's smart is what he's saying. All I'm saying is we're all very well educated and here we are all as bartenders. But anyway, I just want to put that out there. Um, he's not a bartender. He refuses, remember? Being on being on the highest mountain has the, the furthest fall. I just want to make that You stumbled known. that one out, didn't you? Yeah, you but everyone you got out. there. Just because it hurt. A little bit, you know what I mean? You're like, I don't, don't want to say this. <laughs> Why my tears in my university degree? Yeah. <laughs> it's a tissue, right? It's a tissue. Yeah. We actually had this conversation the other day about how all three of us have like lots of qualifications and we're doing nothing with them. Yeah. Great. A lot of them in law as well. Jackson is studying law at the moment and criminology, correct? Correct. Yes. Two very interesting top uh, subjects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that because you've got like a little bit of darkness inside you? Like in a serial killer, you just don't know how to jump on that other side of the fence yet? I think I just want to understand what's going on on the inside, you know? Oh, I like how that. how to get away with it all if I ever yeah, turn. Yeah, he snapped. He wants to get away with murder. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, if you have a snap, you just want to kind of know what you've got to do to get out of it. What to avoid doing to get caught. You're going to be one of the Keating Five. Have you ever watched that TV show, How to Get Away with Murder? It no. is a good show. It's a good show. TV show. It's like a, there's a lawyer who, like, a, she's a professional lawyer and she lectures at a university and she brings in these students who were referred to as the Keating Five, and then they accidentally start killing people, and then because they know the law, they get away with it, and Mm -hmm. they continue to get away with it. Elaborate on the accident part of commit murder. 
<laughs> Look, bad things happen to good people. You'll have to watch the show. No, I mean, no spoilers alert, but it is a fantastic show. It is a so fantastic you show. You should watch it. It's on Netflix too. So mm-hmm. marvelous. You know what I'll else is fantastic? What? The Lion King. He's he, fucking got you there. <laughs> he's he's like, I'm not letting that go ever. You've again. gone two decades without watching The Lion King. Yeah, and my little sister was obsessed with it, and I deliberately left the room. Mm-hmm. You know, you put yourself on this really high pedestal. The Lion King, Game of Thrones, Orange is the New Black, Breaking Bad. I refuse to watch any of them. I haven't seen much of Breaking Bad, Orange is the New Black. I've watched it for the lesbian porn. Again, the plot. (laughs) (laughs) I have goosebumps of rage right now. No, because, okay, I have have my reasons. So Game of Thrones, I studied a lot in university because my undergrad was film and TV. So I had studied so much of it, I couldn't watch it and not see through through it. Breaking Bad, the same. Mm Mm-hmm. Orange is the New Black just didn't really find it that funny, to be honest. Because you're like 100% straight. Yeah, it's weird, right? Mm. And then The Lion King, that is just like, that's my, what's, are there, surely there's a I draw the line it. at childhood cartoons. Yeah, I just refuse yeah. to watch it. I've seen Macbeth, it's fine, it's the same thing. Cool. Um. Anyway. Back to Jackson. Back to <laughs> Jackson. I get murdered. So, <laughs> the reason I have brought Jackson on air today, and this is something right. that I, so... What is it? Vanilla Bean Care Bear over Vanilla here. Bean Care Bear. Shout out to Matt for his nicknaming skills. Yes. So for anyone that doesn't know Vanilla Bean Care Bear, if you're tuning in for the first time, I like some certain things. Emily over here comes from a very stable family, lack of trauma. Parents are still together. Um, and I don't know, maybe her hair's been pulled once in bed. We have discussed this. Hair pulling and choking is on the cards. Right. But have you ever been passed out? What? Have you ever been knocked out? What? From choking. Try again. Have you ever been knocked out? That's a thing that people like. See, and this is why we're having this conversation. It's a thing that people love. It is a thing that people love. All right. <laughs> I would like to leave this room now. I'm scared for my like, safety. <laughs> put me to sleep and make sure I wake up again. So Jackson here has a wonderful tattoo on the back of his arm. Jackson, would you like to explain this tattoo or should we explain it for you? Can we also talk about the fact that I have known you for like a good six weeks and did not notice this tattoo until this morning? Well, that kind of gives credit to your lack of observation skills. Mm. Well, I knew you had a tattoo. Well, not, I didn't not, notice what it was. Not that she would understand what it was either. She'd look at that and be like, hmm, True. there's some lines. To the uninitiated, it, it. it could be exactly right. misinterpreted. All right, explain the tattoo to me since I'm clearly not very good at Paint an image. Uh, it's a naked woman in a particular style of traditional shibari bondage. See, and where is this? This is on the back of your arm, correct? Yeah, back of my right arm. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like it's what Sailor Jerry style, would you say? Semi-traditionalist, kind of, but yeah. more just black and white bold work. Mm. Colour. Yeah, yeah. And she's she's got nipples, so we can pinch the nipples we, without it we being... We poke her boobs, yeah, because that's how yeah. I found out about this, the tattoo, was because you guys like to poke his tattoo, and I was like, what? I don't We like it. to poke his girl boobs on his man body. Yeah. Everyone yeah. likes girl boobs. Weird, this is true. Everyone mm-hmm. likes girl boobs. Um, okay, so, bas- so why have you brought it? Like, I'm so basically, confused. I thought, considering it is very clear that... Jackson is not a vanilla bean care bear and neither am I. We would actually like to educate you on some things, right? Vanilla bean oh care bear. Oh, my God. Okay, yep. So does this make this a kink class? I think this <laughs> is a kink class. This is a kink class? Is yep. it? Yeah, yeah. So think- this is this is in the, the task of trying to find my kink. So if I don't if I don't get severely uncomfortable, then maybe you have a kink. Then maybe I have a kink. If you get and severely get uncomfortable, then this has been a failed attempt. That, we, we spoke about this the other day. I listened mm-hmm. to a podcast about like, auras and people's auras and like how that works in a sexual context yep and my aura would be a red aura according to this lady's how she sets it out 
it would be a red aura and typically red people are vanilla beans because Mm -hmm. they get out their emotions and frustrations just in general life and just yell at people when they have to and I do that I just yell at people just ask the glasses yes you do (laughs) just ask Jackson (laughs) (laughs) so that's why I'm vanilla because I'm not pen like not bottling things up me on the other hand Stephanie over here has a lot of I don't struggle with getting my emotions out in the open. I bottle things up and I explode. And you want to know a really good way of getting up my pent-up anger and emotions? Bondage, apparently. <laughs> no, it's just like hurting other people or being hurt. You know what I mean? And it just it's that like little release of things because I don't want to yell at people in real life. Yeah, see, I just yell at people in real life. Maybe I need to stop yelling at people and that's how we get through this. And this is the thing, right? My mum always tells me that what I like is very unhealthy and it's not a healthy way of dealing with things. I think your way is unhealthy because it brings other people down. You deal with your shit um, on, your own lo- Stephanie, on your own time. Stephanie, no, what's the saying? If you want to be talked about warmly, you should behave better. Yeah. That's, if people don't want me to yell at them, then they shouldn't do things to be yelled at that for. Is. It's, if people wanted you to speak warmly of them, then they should have behaved better. So. And? Exactly. It, yeah. yeah. And bringing people down who deserve to be brought down. According the patriarchy. To According to you. Yes. It's also just two different methods of conflict res- resolution. This is true. Yeah. Emily's more head on, which would probably solve the uh, problems from the Initial outset. Initial conflict. <laughs> I get Where you, done. Steph, probably rely on having issues in your life to... Feel something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, psychoanalyze me. I dare you. Okay. No, I'm enjoying this train of thought here. <laughs> psycho- psychoanalyze Steph. So she doesn't... She, what would Steph's life look like, in your opinion, because you're not qualified to be doing this at all, um, in your opinion, what would Steph's look, life look like if she was happy and everything she ever wanted was normal and she had absolutely no conflict and no trauma and nothing to deal with? I'd be boring as fuck. No, but, like, what would have – would she even have sex? Like, she'd just be like, I'd what have is pretty, the point? I'd have boring sex. You never know. I don't have too much trauma, but I'm into some pretty weird shit. For mm. me, it's all on a power exchange rather than conflict res- resolution. Yeah. See, me too. I just, as, no, I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> I'm confused. Where did we go there? Nothing. I was going to quote something that someone we know said the other day on how to get over things. Um, <laughs> oh, the age old get under someone else. Yeah, but I chose not to say it. So thank you. That's the thing. It's just a normal <laughs> it is, thing. It is a thing. Um, but... I can't remember where I was going with that. What power you, exchange? Yeah, power exchange. I just, I think obviously being a female and we have been quite like stomped on forever. And I don't know, like, I don't know. Is if, this another bondage thing? No, like literally shat on by society. You're not talking about literally being stomped on. Or shat on. At all? At all. Although both are kinks, correct? Not my kinks, but yes. Okay. They just, exist. Just clarifying. Remember, yeah. I know nothing. Yeah. Kink class. Kink class. Um, but I th- I feel like a lot of it is like a, some form of like taking power back. Even if, whether you're the dominant or the submissive in the relationship, a lot of it is a power exchange. Because even as a submissive, you still have the overall control as to what happens. That's what a safe word is for, right? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. whole thing is an exchange of power if you're – going to be the dom in the dynamic then you have the power and it's given to you by the sub and exactly works both ways whether you're a female sub sub giving your power to the male you can always take that power back yeah and in a good bdsm relationship the submissive can take that back and the dominant will 
accept that straight off the bat. Like the second the word is said, everything is dropped. That's the end of the session. That is that. See, I've never used a safe word in my life. I've never had to. You haven't needed to. Yeah. So my safe word is pineapple. And what's your safe word, Jackson? Uh, Pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to clarify for everyone that Jackson and I – there is nothing going on here. It's We've literally had this conversation before. We funnily enough have the exact same safe word. How do you determine your safe word? I don't know. I think I had a relationship way back when, when that was just, that's what he was into. And he went, this is the safe word. And that he just, was into eating pineapples because he wanted you to suck his dick more. No, but that just, it kind of, it, because I, that was my first experience with safe words. It just kind of became my safe word. I know someone whose safe word is dolphin. Yeah. Weird. I would prefer it if it was the dolphin sounds, but. <laughs> <laughs> that, that bit, that'd get too complicated. <laughs> Please demonstrate. I, I don't know what, I could hear it in my head, but I don't know how to make that like, sound. It's like a cackling noise. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a way to kill a vibe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that instantly Depending goes on soft. The kinks, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're into do- dolphins, have a high sex drive. I mean, if you're into dolphins, maybe. Fuck, that went dark real quick. This is king what? class, not bestiality class. This is true. No, I just, did I just push feather? the boundary. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck, king. man? <laughs> bestiality is a kink, is it not? It's. Aww. I don't think I'm okay it with it. It falls under the umbrella. But Does Jackson like have a tail at home? I really loved my puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to be able to look at my dog again. I can't look at Jackson ever again. <laughs> All right, teach me about kinks. I need to know all of the things, apparently. I, I'm willing and open. Let's go. Fuck, I don't know what it is. To, okay, when did you get into your stuff? When, when, at what point did you know, Jackson, that you were into that kind of thing? It's probably around 17, 18. And I yeah. Just started having regular sex as a very fortunate teenager. And Wow, I'm handsome my... enough to get laid at <laughs> 17. <laughs> it was a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and my partner at the time just started playing with a bit of rope and mm. handcuffs, feathers, and ah, so she brought it on to you. It was a mutual agreement. Was yep. she a little bit older? Two years. Hey, there it is. So, so she had a little bit of experience. No, we were both very fresh. Okay, but that kind of introduction to the exchange of power is what got me set down the path. And was it? Kind of like a, just one day you both decided to see, like give it a go and see what happened? Or was there like a movie? Was like this around the t- time when like Fifty Shades, Shades of Grey came yeah. out? Like, is, how, I don't Although, understand I would like, have that. you seen Fifty Shades of Grey? I have. I would like to quickly cut in here. Is such a horrible, horrible adaption to what the BDSM lifestyle should be. So everything you've seen in that movie, like just fucking throw it out the window. Okay. I already had, but good. Cool. Excellent. Amazing. Continue. Yes. Um, yeah. Was there something that triggered it or was it just kind of like, yeah, maybe? It's just like a, yeah, maybe. It's always, it's something that's always been a part of culture for, yeah. say, at least 40 years since the sexual revolution of the 70s. And you just talk about it with your friends, you joke about it, you hear about it, like being tied up in handcuffs and, mm. you know, young minds wander and experiment. Yeah, except mine, apparently. Mine didn't. That's <clears throat> because you're just vanilla bean care bear. Well, I always thought that because I was 18 when mm. I lost my virginity and I was then 
So my first was at 18, my second was at 21. So yeah. I had three years of sleeping with the same person yeah. and that was the only person I'd ever slept with. So I always just assumed that like you just got into it later in life if you were going to get into stuff. I also didn't realise how bad the sex was with him until I went and had lots of other sex. Don't even get me started. My first boyfriend was nearing his 30s when we got together yeah. and I was 17 turning 18 I have I have questions, but we can move past them. <laughs> uh, yes, it was. They toxic. may be legal questions, so I may need Jackson. No, help. I, I was officially eighteen <laughs> before he officially asked me out, and I didn't lose my virginity till I was eighteen. Okay, um, but do you I, hear, I still have questions. Do you want to hear my virginity story? Because this is a snapshot of what the next eighteen months of yeah, my life well, in this relationship I'm here for it. Let's was. Go. Okay. So I was a little bit tipsy. It was his brother's going away party and I was tipsy because I was nervous as every girl is. You're like, you hear the horror stories, it's going to hurt, this is going to suck, blah, blah, blah. I was stone cold sober, but anyway. I was a little bit tipsy and obviously he was nearing 30. So I'm like, you'd expect that they kind of know what they're doing by the time they're nearing 30, right? Yes. You you just Jackson's you'd face right now is very much like, uh, um. Anyway, what? so. I'm wondering what mistake he made. Yeah. We're a little bit tipsy. <laughs> We're making out. I'm like, okay, this is it. This is going to happen. Zero foreplay. Oh. Zero foreplay was on top of me. Maybe six seconds. Blew his load. Finished, rolled over, and went to sleep. That's how you write a horror movie. It sounds pretty good. <laughs> According seconds? to whose standards, Jackson? Um, but really, yeah, Jackson only makes it to about four seconds. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's fifty percent extra in his six, book. Six seconds is a PB over here. Come on, <laughs> give, give him a break. Why do you think I have to tie him down <laughs> so I can come back later when I'm ready again? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they don't cry and run out of the room. Um, but wow. Yeah, so okay. and that's what the next eighteen months looked like for me. So I kind of like you was like, wow, this is what everyone this talks about. This yeah. is great, excellent, wonderful. I've waited years for this. One, yeah. Mine was, mine was not, like, that bad, like, not, like, six seconds. But to be honest, he had the opposite problem. The first, like, six months of it was, like, an hour and a half. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then a wheelchair by the front door. Oh, honestly, I probably needed one. <laughs> but it was more systematic. For three yeah. years, it was, like, a checklist of we do this, then we do this, then we do this, then we do this, then we're done. And that was... You sound like a married Mormon. I will literally, I call it my divorce because it felt like being married. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was other issues there. Like I had to ask for my turn most of the time. So that should have been a red flag in itself, but yep. I didn't know it was one. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that was what it was for three years. And then even after that, like the first couple were like, well, no, the first one, it was number three that really like, really kind of let me... He brought out the black tie. Let's put it this way. There was that's what our, is, that's what our is joke. bringing out the black tie. So my joke with him, and he is my only repeat offender um, of my whole phase. And I always have a black tie on hand because I've worked hospitality jobs or whatever where you need to have like black ties and stuff. And that's the only form of BDSM bondage at all ever that I've done is tie up with a black tie, like tie wrists or whatever. Okay, like, the yeah. same black tie. Only with him. I've only done it with him because he's the only person I've trusted enough because we're really good friends. He's the yeah. only person that I've trusted enough to do that and maybe this is my problem and this well, is why is because I've never slept with someone I've trusted would obey a safe word. And was he the kind of man that 
needed to feel that kind of like dominant power struggle or was he kind of like a little bitch? He was a little bitch. Yeah, which is why you've probably never experienced something like that. No, like I, with him, it was always he preferred it if I was the one taking control. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so I let him, like he would come over and he would message me before he got there and he's like, I do not want you to say anything to me other than what you want me to do. And that's the only experience. But then that this is a grand total of like three times it's actually happened and we talked about it a lot. Okay, but so in that case, is it what you wanted him to do to you or is it what you wanted him, like get on your feet and heal, bitch, kind of kind of thing? Nothing that crazy. Like that's not crazy, but. No, but nothing, okay. <laughs> nothing that like still pretty vanilla Blunt. for what yeah. it was. Yeah, it interesting. Was, Did yeah. you like it? Um, cause you take, you do take me as the kind of woman that would rather be in charge and have a man heal your feet. I, okay. My favorite time of day is a blowjob. And my favorite time of day is a blowjob because I enjoy the control that I have and I enjoy watching them squirm. It's a very I, common thing. I like to know that I have that power over a man, like that I'm capable of doing that. Do you yeah. think you could extend that out to... See, I don't know because I don't know how to. Like, this is why you need to teach me. I'd love to. I would love to just. Walk I'm not you propositioning you two for a threesome, but not the way. at all. No, <laughs> just want to clarify that because Jackson just gave me this look. Like, <laughs> no, we're just gonna get diagrams for you. Yeah. Jackson's like, um, um, I don't. Yeah, I thought this was a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, so what's going on? Um, That's no, a over there. According to one of our work colleagues, it's amateur porn. It's amateur. So, no, no, there's nothing amateur. Nothing, about nothing amateur about what we do. Okay, all right. <laughs> Just well, homemade. When we, no, when we first said we were going to work together, he was like, what, making amateur porn? And Steph turns around and goes, there's nothing amateur about it, Yeah, mate. go fuck yourself. There's nothing amateur about any porn we'd put together, all right? We're yet to try it. I'm out of my first relationship now. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, thank you. First relationship? No, like with the with the 18-month the dude that was six seconds and rolled over. She knows, oh. she knows she has experience now, whereas... Yeah, now because I'm not with six-second legend. with... I'm not with old mate either and I don't have any experience, but I also – you've had relationships since where you've been comfortable p- with people. Exactly. Yeah. And I have not. But it's it's not even that. It's like – so back when I was dating, I would go out and specifically hunt down like from the – straight off the bat and I would suggest things or use certain mannerisms to try and pique certain people's interest and find that spark in them that was what I liked, if that makes sense. So I would joke about stuff or I'd say stuff or, you know, call people sir to see if it sparked their interest and that's how I would know if they were into what I were into. And then if they weren't, they didn't last very long because I knew that they weren't going to make me happy. Yeah, okay. Here's my next question and I'm probably going to like – I'm going to swing to both of you. I'm going to swing to Jackson first. Mm -hmm. How do you know, without ever having tried it, how do you approach a stranger to try something? Like, that sounds to me like you were like... No, not at all. Like, you'd go on a first date or you'd make a few jokes or whatever. Um, Like, when Alex and I first started talking, I made a joke about bed restraints. And he was like, oh, yeah, I've always had a set of bed restraints on my bed. I've never had a bed without bed restraints since I was 18. And it was in that moment that I went, you're my kind of person. And I knew that he was worth my attention. how did you find out that you liked that? Um, Jackson, you can go first. You experiment. I yeah. I guess you get bored of missionary and doggy style and 
want to... Hey, don't knock doggy style. There's so much that can happen in doggy style. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty diverse <laughs> position. But <laughs> experimentation and I guess a love of sex in general. A lot of people just don't see the point or enjoyment in having a lot of sex. Mm. Whereas I've got a pretty high libido and I like to play with it. Right. So like... Would you say your experimenting was done inside of a relationship? Almost always, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the key here is to be with someone that you're comfortable enough. Yeah, trust is a huge part of the dynamic. Because yeah. yeah, without so trust would, there can be no healthy exchange of power. Yeah. Yes. So now I would like to clarify that my vanilla bean care bear insult <laughs> is valid for me being a vanilla bean care bear because You didn't trust anyone enough. I've never to give trusted them that kind of anyone thing. enough to give them that kind yeah. of power and my ex that I was with for a long time was not the type to have wanted that. He's if if there is a further insult than vanilla bean care bear, that's him. Like, Interesting. Is there is there a more vanilla <laughs> than vanilla bean? Like, how can you get malt vanilla? Is it like you get more vanilla vanilla malt care bear? Like, if you, it's still in the ground, it's so yeah, vanilla, it's like, still a fucking husk. Yeah, that's how vanilla. So I doubt he would have ever, not that it was even really discussed. See, sex itself doesn't really do anything for me, to be honest. Like, I don't get that much enjoyment. I couldn't go sleep with someone for the sake of it. I couldn't have boring sex because it literally does nothing for me. It's all about the foreplay. It's all about the power struggle. It is all about, I could could flirt and have a power struggle with someone for a week leading up to actually having sex and I would yeah. enjoy the power struggle more. All right. Well, both of you talk me through what that looks like then in this kind of like power dynamic, whatever, how did you phrase it? The power shift? Exchange of power. Exchange of power. Like talk me through what that looks like because to me it looks like cuddling in bed, having a chat, he slides his hand over, you start kissing and then you're fucking like that's how that looks to me. Sex, yes. So yeah, that's talk, how normal sex works. Yeah. Talk to me about, but talk to me about how it looks in one of those relationships. Fuck. Yes. On a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> you guys wanted to do this. Um. Okay. No. Okay. My my thing. So I I can play a little bit of both sides. I can either be the strong, powerful alpha female, or I can be there to heal at my man's feet. Like it's, it depends on the day. It depends what I'm feeling, but it all started with like, I want to be the kind of person that if my partner's had a really rough day, like a really bad day, he can just message me and I'll be on my knees by the front door when he gets home and he can just spend the next several hours taking out his rough day on me. And that is what a safe word is for. And that might not even lead to sex. Yeah. That could just be rough housing. It could be me fighting back. It could be all that kind of stuff and it wouldn't even have to end in actual sex. It's like on the submissive side, it's like you're there for your partner's release and that's that power right. that they hold over you. But knowing that I could say the safe word at any time because I still have the control at the end of the day. Yeah, That's more a description of what would be happening in a vanilla relationship when they're already having sex. The kind of foreplay building up to it is more a discussion about what each – entity in the agreement needs from the other and yeah. the consent and the definition of limits and boundaries. So it's like a separate conversation? It definitely is because 
that's how you ensure safety and... And it always needs to be spoken about. You need to know your, your other person's insides and outsides and what they're into and why they are the way they are and what their triggers are as well. Yeah, mm. that's why trust is essential. Really important. And hard limits. I think everyone's got their hard limits as well. Scat, for one, is one of Steph's. Scat? What's that? Poo. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking hard limit. No. Who is an interesting topic for Steph on the best of days, let alone in relation to sex? How many business days? I don't know, five to seven between bathroom breaks. These things happen. Goodness me. Right. She got optimistic last night. She thought she was going to muster one up. Didn't happen. Came that's back from the bathroom. I was like, maybe tomorrow. It's a lot of backed up mail, mate. I just don't right, eat I'm that much food. There's not a lot going on in there. <laughs> So this, oh. this is another differentiation and this comes up way too often. The differentiation between us is I go too often and she doesn't go often enough and we just make up for each other. Yeah, she's we like, oh, I'm gonna, each other's weaknesses. She's like, oh, I'm going to go take another poo. And I'm like, cool, your fourth one for today. I'll see you in 30 seconds, cunt. We <laughs> 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 <Is it laughs> don't need to talk about how many before she woke up this morning. <laughs> is Metamucil a sponsor on this podcast? <laughs> I live a high fiber diet because I can't eat anything else. So all I'm eating is like chia seeds and lentils and chickpeas and coffee. And it's just like, I, I, don't know. I have a high fiber diet. <laughs> Only two coffees. Thank you. I had two coffees yesterday and you kept blasting. No, that's a lie. You had one at work. I had three. Okay. So this is another thing. You did say, you're like, you're going to have one at work. And I was like, no, I'm not. And mm -hmm. you were right. Because the minute someone offered me one, I was like, yeah, yeah, I could go another coffee. Like, I could go another. Yeah, I could shake. Yeah, from the inside out, rock back and forth in the corner. Takes me seven to get shaky, okay? I only had three. And right, Satan. <laughs> Bar Satan is my new name. <laughs> yeah, I call her Bar Satan now. It's really? Bad mm -hmm. things happen. Vanilla Bean is just so apt. <laughs> Vanilla Bean Bar Satan. No, it's when she goes all fucking Nazi behind the bar. You should have seen her last night, man. Oh, and so she's, like between 10 and 12? Yeah, and she's like, I'm doing this, this, and this. I'm like, all right, Bar Satan, and I walk away. <laughs> I will walk away. <laughs> I had lots of things to do and you were fucking with my shit. So I told you. That's to why I walked away. Oh, <laughs> smart lady. I would leave too. And this is why I'm, I am a vanilla bean is because I just deal with it in the open. Yes, precisely. But what, okay. What, Jackson, what's a hard limit for you? Look, I'll join you on no poo. Fair. Uh, seems a little bit unsanitary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very glad that we're all across that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, just no poo. Cool. No, there's a specific kink where it's like a daddy-daughter or baby. Uh, yeah, no. Nah. The sub pretends to be a baby nah, and nah. wears a dummy. And, weird. Um, oh, really it's cute a thing. onesie. It's weird. Yeah, that's. I've got no interest in that. I don't think. I don't think <sighs> it's meant to be what? specifically like they act like a child. I think it's just meant to be. That like insecure little child that needs to be protected. I think that's but like more that song where it's like she called me daddy and I didn't. I don't even know her mama. That song, you know that song? No, because you can still call people daddy, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're wearing a fucking onesie and making noises. Oh, or okay. A diaper. So it's, yeah. yeah, it's full full on role play. Yeah, it's not not I'm okay. So, there is a whole world that I don't know about. As as I said to you earlier, there is someone. There is. When it, anyone is into something. Anyone yeah. is into something, right? Mm. Everyone has something that they're into. That's how we live in a very fucked up world. Except a very me. diverse and interesting world. Yes. Sorry. Yes. All right. I'm. Yeah. I. I. I have nowhere to go. You guys need to lead this because my mind is blown. Well, my hard limit is needles. I have this thing where, like, I don't. I think I was. I was as, talking as in that needs to be a limit. That's just not assumed. It no. does. So needle players. A thing. 
I wish acupuncture? No. Like piercing of nipples or piercing skin or mm-hmm, it's a thing. But mine mine is more so – so I have everything pierced, like everything, right? Yeah, I'm, I am aware. Everything. Um, but, no, I think I was talking to someone once upon a time in that kind of dynamic and they are like, yeah, I kind of want to do this to needles and they'd send me photos of like these patterns that have been made out of needles in the girl's back or whatever. I'm like, nope, that's yeah. not me. What the – have you seen the suspension play as well, where they actually hook? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I've seen it. I've seen it. That's fucked. Remember that ta- that that My part body- where we said if I got really uncomfortable, we knew I wasn't into that. Hello, okay. really back uncomfortable. Down. Back down. <laughs> okay. Back down. Safe word. Safe Pineapple. word. What is it? Pineapple. <laughs> don't make the noises. <laughs> make the I noises. can't make a dolphin noise. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> That was almost that laugh was almost a dolphin noise. Yeah, just for transparency, I'm not into that either. <laughs> just so everyone knows he is not. And and no, and like closed fists. I never really want to get like closed fists belted. Open palms different, but don't want to get Okay, well that, that this is this is educational because I clearly don't know anything about anything. Um what are some popular kinks? Um I don't know, not personally for me, but feet. Is a kink, obviously. You always hear about women selling feet. I think that's just kitchen. overplayed on the novelty of it. I yeah. Don't, I haven't met too many people who are into... Like, anything is a kink, man. Well, I don't, Literally I don't anything. Get the feet thing in general. Anyway. Like, um, yeah, there is... Like, sissification's coming up. And again in English? Um, Like, where sub-men get dressed up as women, get their cocks put into a chastity cage so they can't get erections. Yeah. And, and completely fucking dominated by women. Yeah. Yeah. And made to feel insignificant and small and, I mean, all right. The thing. Um, <laughs> Would swinging be a kink? I don't know if it's a kink. I think it's just like an exploration. Once you're kind of bored with your partner, you go out and swing together. And those parties like in movies, do they actually happen? Yes. What? Yeah, of course they happen, man. Swingers been, parties. Have either of us been to one? No, but I'd like to one day. But Burning Man. Have you ever heard of Burning Man, the festival? Yeah, I didn't know that was what it was, though. It pretty much is. Burning Man's basically this giant free love festival. And there is. There's orgy tents. Like, you go to a tent that's literally a giant orgy. I haven't been myself, but I've heard a lot about it, and I know people that go. And I know people have went, but never got into the orgy tent. Right? But there is there is also – so I read, like, one of the, the guidebooks. A girlfriend of mine went a couple of years back, and she I had the guidebook with all the events in it. And one of them was literally you go and get a massage, like female – Females go and get a massage and you get jacked off during this massage. That sounds very wholesome. <laughs> right, but that's what I mean. It's all about free love and free and drugs and free this and love and spirit and sex and, like, that is Burning Man in a nutshell. Wow. I've been to a, a nudist festival back in that's interesting. New South Wales. It was a week-long kind of nude fest with free love, but there weren't too many orgies. It was family-friendly, so there were lots of kids. What? But it was a very That's eye-opening weird. experience. Oh, I need more information. A nudist festival with kids? Yeah, so there were family sections. Like the whole camp was divided up into several sections. Kind so of, some sections weren't didn't have kids? There were communal sections that were very nude-heavy with lots of kids and parents would be there with their kids in there all That's together. Like, because I feel like the orgy thing kind of comes hand in hand with something like that, right? No, the Not atmosphere was actually really respectful. Yeah. And I made a lot of friends so there. So it was less – it was 
the it was less about the sexuality side of it, whereas Burning Man very much seems like about, it's about All the about, sexuality, yeah. whereas this was more about we just don't want to wear clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just you wear expose okay yourself and everyone's the same and yeah. it kind of equalises a lot of issues that pop up in modern day life. Yeah. Right. I, I do have a question though for you, Jackson. Do you have any like kink horror stories? Like have you ever been in the middle of a session and something's gone horribly fucking wrong? Or not semi- horribly wrong, yeah. embarrassingly, embarrassingly wrong. Like knots fail or... Knots fail, like as in you... Like the knots on his tattoo. The yeah, or restraints. I think fail you need to talk me through this more because I clearly have nothing here. We need and we need part two of this podcast. Seriously, there is so much to talk about. Let's continue. Yeah, got depth and breadth. Um, <laughs> Seven episodes deep, man. <laughs> no, I haven't had any horror stories. Um, like sometimes poo pops up when it shouldn't have. <laughs> From where? Where does poop come from? <laughs> Emily, she do you wouldn't want to know. Take that <laughs> Where does it come know? from? Maybe this wait, is the problem. Wait, you guys shit. What <laughs> comes from your bum hole? What did you do? Did you like pull the tail out and? Um, like yeah, butt plugs have come out a little bit brown. Yeah. Or during this has anal, happened. It's all it, natural and yeah, yeah. You just get sex is messy and yeah, it's not. Always what you expect it or want it to be, but yep. it's an adventure and I love every second. Yeah, yeah. How about yourself? Fuck. Um, I don't know actually. I think um, I can't I can't think of anything straight off the bat. I remember once kind of in that dominant submissive thing and the partner that I was with used a term and it just was that little bit he what did he call me? He called me a little girl and it didn't mean it in that way, but my mind just went, nah, I'm it out. It just didn't sit well? It did not sit well and I was like, well, this was fun. And it, same time next week, um, like what's what's the plan? What's going on here? And that was just such a turn off for me. I was just like, nah. I think he meant to call me baby girl, which is all right. That's like The cute. little girl came out? Yeah. And I was like, no, that's totally ruined it for me. So like that was my little- Dirty talk that didn't execute well. Yeah, it did not execute well. I was like- I'm not fucking five and now it's weird. All right. <laughs> yeah. Look, you run the risk of that almost all the time with dirty talk. Mm-hmm. That it, yeah, you just say the wrong thing. Well, like, I don't know. I'm not very good at that either. Do you feel like you get in your head a lot and you're like, is this actually sexy? I think I, like, I don't know. I just don't. It doesn't come naturally. For a person who talks naturally, that stuff doesn't come naturally to me. I'm more of like a... Physical. Do you think mm. it's a mental hang-up? Like you're not used to or you're not supposed to be saying these things because it's not... Odd. It's different. Yeah, it's not common in common society. You wouldn't say it in front of your mother. There's lots of things that I say in front of my mom that she Same. doesn't want to know about. <laughs> my mom knows everything about me. <laughs> She's like, did you really just tell me that? I'm like, yeah. I, but maybe that is part of it as well because I have, I am trained to be articulate and speak well and mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time speaking for a job so maybe that sort of stuff doesn't come naturally to me because I'm used to being so PG. Yeah, my my mum literally every couple of months will ask me to go see a psychologist or a psychiatrist because she wants me to find a better way of dealing with my issues. Why don't you do both? 
Okay, I, I've spent my entire life in therapy, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't fix it once it's broken, hey? Like, <laughs> but this, that comes back to speaking, coming back to me and my speaking thing and why that doesn't come naturally. When we were editing the last podcast, mm-hmm. we both clocked the fact that I pause a lot yep. before I talk. Yep. So maybe that is carries over because I pause a lot and I said to you, it's because I think of the best way to get out what I have to say. Yeah. So maybe that is because in that scenario, and like you say, hang up, I don't just let it come out. I am th- I'm constantly thinking about the best way to articulate the message I'm trying to get across. Does that happen with you when you're talking dirty? Do you just let it come out? I'm just totally in the moment. And when you're in the moment with your partner and you are in that headspace as well, because when you go into that kind of relationship and you're – you know, you have your daytime relationship and you have that daytime relationship with your partner where you're adults and you're responsible and you have... I don't know what that is. Your daytime life. <laughs> and then, and I then, don't want to know what that is. And then you go into that kind of dynamic. You do change as a person and you do behave different around each other and yeah. you act differently and you say different things and, and things change. So yeah. I guess it's being comfortable enough with the person that you can draw the line between the two. Yeah. And that you're anything that comes up that maybe deemed not kosher for your day-to-day life doesn't yeah. get brought into your day-to-day life. Like judgment-free. <laughs> One of the things that me and my partner struggle with is, you know, he'll come home and if I'm not in the mood or we're just like kind of best friending, he'll do the whole like, um, he'll like try and boss me around or tell me to get on my knees and I get fucked, cunt. What do you think this is? Like, and then I remember that, you know, 48 hours earlier, it was exactly that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was what I wanted 48 hours earlier. Exactly. But now I'm so like. So you're fucking with his head. But now I'm in adult responsible mode. So, and I'm an all powerful woman. So go fuck yourself, dickhead. Like. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Well, whether it's a 24 hour dynamic or just in the bedroom dynamic, it's. Yeah. That's a part of where you draw the line too. Yeah. And that's a part of the conversation, I guess, like you said before, of finding your limits and your. Yeah. Boundaries. Boundaries. Yeah. Well, okay. So we're definitely going to have to do a part two of this podcast because there's so much more Because to talk we just about. realized how little I know about exactly. this shit. But given everything we've spoken about, is there anything that you you actually might want to try one day? Like, has this opened your eyes that little bit? We've barely I brushed the surface. Still think, I feel like you guys both could have gotten a little bit more, like, I think you were potentially wrapping me up in cotton wool a little bit definitely yep yeah jackson's face right now is like i could literally say so many things that are gonna blow your mind, do it, blow <laughs> mind. we've got a couple of minutes left do it a couple of minutes one oh. thing to come on just blow a give me one yeah one thing that i'm gonna be like but don't don't tell me about other people tell me something about yourself that would blow her mind oh that's like put him on the spot yeah far out yeah. long pause he's thinking You've heard a lot about me, so I'm trying to think of the most extreme thing. But outside of fisting someone, I haven't really done anything. Ultimate kink. Ultimate kink. What's your ultimate fantasy that you would be willing for the world to know? (laughs) So I had a dream the other night. Was Hannibal involved? That's a me thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's a me thing. (laughs) Wrong podcaster. Um, Yeah, I had a dream where I had this girl tied up and just invited this guy over from Tinder and we just used this girl and then he left and that was the climax of the dream was him walking out and she, yeah, 
me lording over this girl. Interesting. Oh, wow. That's that's a nice dream. Meanwhile, yeah. over here, I'm like, well, actually, no, I'm not going to say it because I've always said that I'm not going to make public what I want because other then they, yeah. they'll know and I want it to happen organically. Yeah. Because mine's pretty safe. Like, it's pretty, And I just want the world to know that I know what it is and it's pretty boring. It's boring. It's but boring <laughs> as fuck. Not worth airtime. Not, it's not <laughs> literally not even worth the airtime. That's it. It's not even worth the airtime. Mm-hmm. But wow. Okay. So we've got Hannibal Dreams over here. Yeah. yeah. Psychopathic kind of fun yeah. shit. I just, I've always had this thing, right? And uh, I'm sorry for what I'm about to say, but I just like the idea that, you know, I, I'm in love with a serial killer and he just wants to murder people but never hurt me. So that you're you know? like, you're too good for him to murder you? Yeah. Like we, we are, like if my partner or That's my forever person. That's a very trait. <laughs> Are you, what do you what do you want me to do? You want me to stay? You want me to go? Like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, <All> right? <laughs> I read something really interesting yesterday. Most serial killers that are women are actually teamed up with men and just help the men commit the murder that don't actually commit yeah. murders themselves. See, is that I, what you're going for? No, not at all. Like, I never, I never want to take a like life. Hannibal's Robin, like Batman and Robin, but like Hannibal and Steph. No, so <laughs> for anyone that's seen the TV show Hannibal, Hannibal has a therapist himself, and it's a woman, and he. They've got this weird, messed up kind of relationship where she knows. So no spoilers. Okay, but she knows kind of what he's into, but he doesn't want to hurt her. But you know that deep down he wants to. And that's just what I want. I want that kind of relationship with someone very messed up who possibly hurts. Yeah, it's just I don't want it. This is just kind of like. Am I at risk of getting murdered being in your life? Not at all. But, like, that would be, you know, like Dexter. I could marry Dexter knowing that he was murdering other people, bad people, other murderers, but like would Again, never I hurt me. Again, I have legal questions, Jackson. Um, would she be is, is is she potentially getting herself in some hot water by admitting this on a podcast? That's not going at to all. Go because out to the world? not no admitting a fantasy because a fantasy is not a fantasy. True. But I wouldn't mind being Dexter's wife. Is just all I'm saying. Like if I was going to marry anyone, like fuck, marry, kill Hannibal, Dexter, and I don't know. <laughs> fucking Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I was trying to think. Char- Charles Manson. I, I, yeah. held, no, I, was, I was going for one that was like something completely the opposite. But yeah, okay, go on. Fuck, marry, kill. Hannibal, Dexter, Charles Manson. Done. Answer the question. Fuck, I'd help Dexter kill Charles Manson. Oh, it's <laughs> fuck, marry, kill is the game. Did you did you miss that? Um, yeah, I obviously. You're kill, killing Charles Manson. Killing Charles Manson. Um. Fuck, I would – I don't know. I don't know because I'm, I'm trying to dissociate the actors themselves to their roles because I don't like them as physical people. Like I'm not attracted to them. I'm just no, attracted but to like the concept. The, the concept of them, who would you rather marry out of Hannibal and Dexter? That's where we're at because you fuck them both. Yeah, I'd fuck them both. I'd rather marry Dexter because I would – the thought of – no, I don't know if I'd want to sleep with someone that was eating people. I don't know if – marry. Like, I don't know if I want to spend the rest of my life with someone that, you know, kills someone right in front of me and then serves their brains and cooks them on a dinner plate. So you're plate. marrying Dexter. Yeah. And you're fucking Hannibal. Yeah. That got way too much airtime. It did, but here we are. What Jackson, about you? Fuck, marry, kill. <laughs> Same three options? Yeah. Same three options. This is a new game we've invented. I like this. Fuck, marry, kill, serial killer edition. Yeah. So I'd fuck Dexter. Yep. I'd – Kill 
<laughs> He's just realised he has to marry the other one. Oh, I'd marry Hannibal because he's such a great chef. <laughs> Fuck, you'd never go hungry a day in your life. Oh, thank goodness. Constant supply. High protein diet. Oh, sounds uh-huh. like a bit of you. And Excuse you. As in his keto diet. Okay. Going down his- I thought you meant like semen, but anyway... High protein. <laughs> exactly right. I mean that too. <laughs> and you're killing Charles Manson. Spot on. What's with the Charles Manson hate, guys? He's he, not very interesting at the yeah. end of the day. What about you? Oh, Em? he only had a cult and like killed a super famous chick and stuff. And there's a whole movie about it with Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Remember? He just fed seven uni students acid for months on end and then convinced them. <laughs> this is true. See, I. What about you? Fuck Mary Kill. But I grew up in a place where we had one of the most notorious serial killers in the country. Interesting. So, which I have brought this up with you actually yeah. and been like, thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. So, like, the Charles Manson thing is, like, sits a little too close to home Yeah. for me, I think. Should we just bite the bullet and go fuck, marry, kill Hannibal Lecter, Dexter and Ivan Milat? <laughs> Oh, there it is. <laughs> um, <coughs> so Hannibal and Dexter, um, I would. <laughs> I'm going to go the same. It was the same. I'd. <laughs> I can't actually get the words out. That was um, palpable. <laughs> um, I'm going to say for the same reason as Steph, I couldn't marry someone knowing they were eating humans. Yeah, yeah. So. We will fuck Hannibal and we will marry Dexter. I mean, Dexter was just murdering people out of the good of his own heart, right? Yeah, I guess. Maybe-ish. Not really at all. He was killing the bad guys. Exactly. He was killing the bad guys. Hannibal just kills anyone that pisses him off. Can can we do it like vigilante instead? Can I like – can we like fuck, marry, kill like – the Flash, Arrow, and like, like you know, vigilante superhero, like Robin Hood, Batman. Like, can we do that instead? For what reasons would you be fucking the Flash? <laughs> Other than the fact you that make it a would last point. four seconds, zero point four seconds, space time. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yes, that's my final answer. I'm definitely not marrying someone who eats people. And yeah. thank you, Jackson, for throwing the other bone. And we're yeah. we're definitely going to be doing part two. Of this at some point. We're going to have to. Because we have brushed, and maybe a part three, because we have brushed the surface. Next time we'll just make sure Jackson knows more about what he wants to talk about because I think we kind of, I feel like you put him on the spot telling him to educate me. But in fairness, if he really knew who was speaking about it, it wouldn't be hard for him to educate you. This is true. I think this is I, a I think he's potentially just apprehensive of giving me too much information. Probably. I think it's not you. I think it's the people, you know, from across the world that currently listen to this podcast. There's that too. And they're like, fuck, this is why I'm not going to go to Australia. Um, Or fuck, this is why I'm going to go to Australia. You watch, out of all of our guests, the DM slides, it'll come to him. Yeah, where the bloody hell are you? (laughs) (laughs) He's got that deep, attractive accent. He's Australian. And he just threw on that extra bit of Australian there for you. Yeah, knows how to tie tie knots. Sometimes, apparently, sometimes. sometimes they slip. Yeah, it's a learning process. <laughs> yeah, well, he's a, he's a good Boy Scout. <laughs> like <laughs> always, like always. If uh, if anyone out there has some comments, queries, if you yourself would like to educate Emily, no photos, 
<laughs> we repeat, but no photos. No photos, no videos, no audio files. But if anyone <laughs> wants to educate Emily or has any comments or anything that – any stories, any In complaint – text only. Yeah, any BDSM horror stories that we'll bring up on the next podcast. Or just any questions, I'm sure – we can ask – I can – well, I can pass on questions to these two when we do yeah, or part two that Jackson hasn't agreed to yet, but he's like, oh, fuck it, these two aren't going to shut up about this, are they? Not at all. So, yeah. I'll be there for it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, he'll be there for it. Okay, there's another kink. Podcasts about kinks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, vanilla bean strikes again. <laughs> they bring you in a vanilla bean latte for the podcast. I do drink a vanilla latte. Thank yeah, you very just much. Just so you feel Goodness at home gracious. and in your safe space. Right? Stop it. Okay. Stop it. Stop it. I hate that Vanilla Bean Care Bear is stuck and he's going to love it, the person who gave me that nickname. I do have one request. What? You come back next time with a safe word. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah, but here's my problem is the borders are shut. Um, We didn't say you have to make one up. You just have to, like, have one for yourself. Okay, you don't want me to put it into practice or be in that scenario. No, just just decide on your safe word. Decide on my safe word. Okay. I was going to say because I can't. That's a good first lesson. Okay, I'll decide my safe word. Yeah, and it's not going to be dolphin noises. I'm going to settle that right now. (laughs) (laughs) What about like bird noises? I don't like birds. (laughs) 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 I I think that's a fair enough spot to wrap it up because these two could go on for hours with noises. Wonderful. Um, I would just like to put out there as well. Stay tuned for the next one where we'll be talking about Jackson's um, prostate stimulator. Is that what it is? Correct. <laughs> we could probably broaden it out to other sex toys and then He's like, oh, she just brought that up. Yeah, but I brought it up at the end because it's a cliffhanger for the it's next one. It's a cliffhanger. One. Apparently, yeah, well, oh, I have lots of questions. More questions. I'm full of them, full of questions. But yeah, we'll wrap it up there. And thank you for listening once again. Follow yes. us on Instagram. Subscribe to pod- the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, Podbean, all of the places everything. that you can listen to the audio things. Um, and, and we pay for them to be up there. So, like, hook a girl up. Help us out. <laughs> subscribe to all of them. Make it worth so, it. Make it worth our while. Yeah. No, I'm so joking. But subscribe to everything. Listen to us. Yeah. Comment, review, do all that stuff because that helps get us out there and we'll be able to keep making funky podcasts about kinks and stuff for everyone. Amazing. Thanks for being on air, Jackson. Thanks for having me, girls. Thanks for coming in and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.